0: Hey beautiful souls, you're very welcome to another episode of Motivational Monday with myself Hazel Halloy, where I do play some of my favourite motivational speakers. Today I am going to be playing a bit from Louise Hay, which I actually can't believe I haven't Or on motivational Mondays, yeah. (laughs) She's like one of the top motivational self help teachers around. She will be talking about self esteem and forgiveness and then the next one is actually new on my radar (laughs) although the universe has been putting him in my direction the last two weeks or so so i came across one of his today which i will play and his name is dr wayne dyer d-y-e-r and the one that i will be playing by him is five lessons to live by so enjoy beautiful souls when you change
1: the way you look at things the things you look at change Albert Einstein once observed that the most fundamental and major decision that you have to make in your life is this, do I live in a friendly or a hostile universe? Which is it? is it a universe that is filled with hostility and anger and people wanting to hate each other and people wanting to kill each other is that what you see because when you see the world that way that's exactly what you will create for yourself in your life this is from great scientific minds and the interesting thing is that this is not just a a clever play on words that when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change i'd like you to imagine the following scene you're in your house You've got your car keys in your hand. The lights go out, power failure. You can't see a thing. You stumble around in your living room and you drop your keys. And you look around for a moment and you realize that you're never gonna find them in the dark. But you look outside and you notice that the street lights are on. So in your mind, a light bulb goes off. Hmm. I'm not gonna sit around here in the dark and grope around looking for my keys when there's a light on outside. I'm gonna go out here under the street light and I'm gonna look for my keys. Why are you laughing? This this makes a lot of sense. So you're out here and you're groping around and you're looking for your keys and you're looking and looking and your neighbor comes along and says, what happened, Wayne? Well, um, I dropped my keys. Oh, I'll help you look for them. And the two of us are now down here looking for our keys, and looking. Finally, he says to me, uh, excuse me, but um, where did you drop your keys? Well, um, I dropped them in the house. He said, you mean to tell me that you dropped your keys in the house, and you're looking for them out here and the streetlight doesn't make any sense? And I said, well, it doesn't make any sense to grope around in the dark when there's light out here. Now, you laugh and you think how silly that is, but isn't that exactly what we do? When we have a problem a difficulty a struggle that is located inside and we're looking for the solution outside someplace outside of ourselves it would be like going to the doctor and telling him all of your symptoms and the doctor says oh boy you've got a lot of symptoms and he starts writing out prescriptions you need a prescription for this symptom, you need a prescription for that symptom. And finally he gets this four or five, and you go to walk out and you say, well, I'd like my prescriptions. He said, no, no, no. I'll give this one to your mother-in-law and I'll give this one to your neighbor and I'll give this one to your daughter and I'll give this one to your father. I mean, you're the one with the struggles and with the difficulties. Expecting somebody else to change or something outside of you to get better in order for you to make your life work is something you have to really take a hard look at it's in here this is a very difficult principle for many people to get but one that I believe very strongly I was in a group one time of uh, drug addicts and alcoholics and the sign on the wall said there are no justified resentments in this group what I said to that group that, that night was, no matter what anybody says to you here, no matter what kind of uh, uh, anger comes directed towards you, no matter how much hate you may encounter showing up in your life, there are no justified resentments. Meaning that if you carry around resentment inside of you about anything or about anyone And I'm talking about the person that you lent money to and hasn't paid you back. I'm talking about the person in your life that you feel was abusive in your life. I'm talking about the person who walked out on you and left you for somebody else. I'm talking about all of the things that you have justified in your heart and in your life that you have the right to be resentful about. And I'm suggesting to you that those resentments will always end up harming you and creating in you a sense of despair. No one ever dies from a snake bite. The snake bite will never kill you. You cannot be unbitten. Once you're bitten, you're bitten. But it's the venom that continues to pour through your system after the bite that will end up destroying you there are many ways to get the things that we want for ourselves in our lives but basically it all begins with how we choose to think as you think so shall you be seven little words that i think are perhaps the most important things that we can learn and master in our lives this old proverb notion that I become what I think about all day long. And once you know that what you think about is what expands, you start getting real careful about what you think about. You don't allow your thoughts to be on anything that you don't want or that you wouldn't want to have manifest or show up for you in your life. Have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. One of the central principles of my life is that no one knows enough to be a pessimist about anything. And that each and every one of us, when we close our mind to what is possible for us or what is possible for humanity, closes off the genius that resides and lives in each and every one of us. Having an open mind doesn't necessarily mean uh, finding fault with all of the things that you've been taught by others. It means opening yourself up to the potentiality and the possibility that anything and everything is possible. So having a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing really means finding within ourselves the ability to get rid of a trait that I find so common in the contemporary world. Do you know that most people that I meet spend their lives looking for occasions to be offended? They actually are out there hoping that they can find some reason to be offended. And there's no shortage of reasons. They're out there everywhere. The way this person dressed, the what this person said, they turn on their TV, they hear the news, they're offended by this. Someone used language that they didn't like someone doesn't share the same customs that you, and people all day long, in fact, if you keep track tomorrow, you will find probably a hundred reasons that you can go around being offended. But a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing is a mind that says, I'm never looking for anything to be offended by. And that whatever anybody else out there has to say, my response to that is, that's an interesting point of view. I've never considered that before. The next principle I call, don't die with your music still in you. And who better to quote than Thoreau when he talked about some of us hear a different drummer and we must march to the music that we hear. But all of you, all of you have some music playing and all of you have a heroic mission. There's no accidents in this universe. We all show up here with a purpose. There's an intelligence that is a part of everything and everyone. And all of us are connected to it. And too many of us are afraid to listen to that music and march to it. You out there, I know you have a book you wanted to write. I know there's a composition you wanted to compose. I know there's a song you want to sing someplace. Maybe you want to raise horses out in Montana. Or maybe you want to open up an ice cream shop on Cape Cod. Who knows what it may be? Maybe you just want to travel and see the world. Maybe you want to go into a relationship with someone but you've been afraid to, but your heart says it's the right thing to do. All of us feel something. And in Leo Tolstoy's famous novel, The Death of Ivan Illich, he asks this question that would be terrifying to me. He says as he has his accountant from Moscow lying on his deathbed, contemplating the horror of this question. What if my whole life has been wrong? I've known what my music is. It's playing right now. As I stand here in front of you with these cameras and in this place, and as I sit down and write my books and tell the world what I know are my truths, I feel always completely on purpose and fulfilled. And no time will I ever come to the end of my life and say, what if my whole life has been wrong? Whoever you are, whatever that music is, however distant it may sound, however strange, however weird others may interpret it to be, don't get to the end of your life. And know that you're going to leave and not have it played yet. Don't die with your music still in you.
2: to self-esteem you will never have good self-esteem if you refuse to think well about yourself self-esteem is merely feeling good about yourself and when you feel good about yourself you develop confidence confidence then builds self-esteem each one feeds the other once you get the rhythm going you can accomplish almost anything self-esteem is just that what you think about yourself. You have the freedom to think anything you want. Why would you ever want to belittle yourself? You were born extremely confident. You came into this world knowing how wonderful you are. You were so perfect when you were a tiny baby. You did not have to do anything. You were already perfect and you acted as if you knew it. You knew you were the center of the universe and you were not afraid to ask for what you wanted. You freely expressed your emotions. Your mother knew when you were angry. In fact, the whole neighborhood knew it. And when you were happy, your smile lit up the whole room. You were so full of love and confidence. Tiny babies will die if they don't get love. But once we are older, we can learn to live without love. But no baby will stand for that. Little babies love every inch of their bodies, even their own feces. They have no guilt, no shame, no comparison. They know they are unique and wonderful. You were like that. Then somewhere during your childhood, well-meaning parents passed on their own insecure feelings and taught you feelings of inadequacy and fear. At that point, you began to deny your own magnificence. These thoughts and feelings never were true and certainly are not true now. I want to bring you back to the time when you really knew how to love yourself. Mirror work is simple and very powerful. Mirror work simply means looking into a mirror when you say your affirmations. Mirrors reflect our true feelings back to us. As children, we received most of our negative messages from adults, many of them looking us straight in the eye and perhaps even shaking a finger at us. Most of us today, when we look into a mirror, will say something negative to ourselves. We either criticize our looks or berate ourselves for something. To look yourself in the eye and make a positive declaration about yourself is one of the quickest ways to get positive results with affirmations. I ask people to look in their eyes and say something positive about themselves every time they pass a mirror. And if something unpleasant happens to you during the day, immediately go to the mirror and say, I love you anyway. You see, events come and go, but the love you have for yourself can be constant and it is the most important quality you possess in your life. And if something wonderful happens, go to the mirror and say, thank you, acknowledge yourself for creating this wonderful experience. First thing in the morning and last thing in the evening, I want you to look into your eyes and say, I love you, I really love you, and I accept you exactly as you are. It can be tough at first, but if you stick with it, in a short time this affirmation will be true for you. And won't that be fun? You will find that as your self-love grows, so will your self-respect. And any changes that you find yourself needing to make will be easier to accomplish when you know that they are the right ones for you. Love is never outside yourself. It is always within you. As you are more loving, you will be more lovable. So choose new thoughts to think about yourself and choose new words to tell yourself how magnificent you are and that you deserve all the good that life has to offer. I am totally adequate for all situations. I choose to feel good about myself. I am worthy of my own love. I stand on my own two feet. I accept and use my own power. It is safe for me to speak up for myself. I am loved and accepted exactly as I am right here and right now. My self-esteem is high because I honor who I am. My life gets more fabulous every day. I look forward to what each new hour brings. I am neither too little nor too much, and I do not have to prove myself to anyone. Life supports me in every possible way. My consciousness is filled with healthy, positive, loving thoughts that reflect themselves in my experience. The greatest gift I can give myself is unconditional love. I love myself exactly as I am. I no longer wait to be perfect in order to love myself. Let's talk about forgiveness. You can never be free of bitterness as long as you continue to think unforgiving thoughts. How can you be happy in this moment if you continue to choose to think angry and resentful thoughts? Thoughts of bitterness cannot create joy. No matter how justified you feel you are, no matter what they did, if you insist on holding on to the past, then you will never be free. Forgiveness of yourself and of others will release you from the prison of the past. When you feel that you are stuck in some situation or when your affirmations are not working, it usually means there is some more forgiving to be done. When you do not flow freely with life in the present moment, it usually means you are holding on to a past moment. It can be regret, sadness, hurt, fear, or guilt, blame, anger, resentment, and sometimes a desire for revenge. Each one of these states comes from a space of unforgiveness, a refusal to let go and to come into the present moment. Only in the present moment can you create your future. If you are holding on to the past, you cannot be in the present. It is only in this now moment that your thoughts and words are powerful. So you really don't want to waste your current thoughts to continue to create your future from the garbage of the past. When you blame another, you give your own power away because you are placing the responsibility for your feelings on someone else. People in our lives may behave in ways that trigger uncomfortable responses in us, However, they did not get into our minds and create the buttons that have been pushed. Taking responsibility for our own feelings and reactions is mastering our ability to respond. In other words, we learn to consciously choose rather than simply react. Forgiveness is a tricky and confusing concept for many people. There is a difference between forgiveness and acceptance. Forgiving someone does not mean that you condone their behavior. And the act of forgiveness takes place in your own mind. It really has nothing to do with the other person. The reality of true forgiveness lies in setting ourselves free from holding on to the pain. It is simply an act of releasing yourself from the negative energy. Also, forgiveness does not mean allowing the painful behaviors or actions of another to continue in your life. Sometimes forgiveness means letting go. You forgive them and release them. Taking a stand and setting healthy boundaries is often the most loving thing you can do, not only for yourself but for the other person as well. No matter what your reasons are for having bitter, unforgiving feelings, you can go beyond them. You can get off it, you can let it go. You only live in the now and you can choose to think thoughts that make you feel good right now. You can choose to practice thinking thoughts that create a positive today and tomorrow. Know that you are creating thinking habits that will serve you well forever. positive affirmations for achieving forgiveness. The door to my heart opens inwards. I move through forgiveness to love. As I change my thoughts, the world around me changes. The past is over, so it has no power now. The thoughts of this moment create my future. It is no fun being a victim. I refuse to be helpless anymore. I claim my own power. I give myself the gift of freedom from the past and move with joy into the now. There is no problem too big or too small that it cannot be solved with love. I am ready to be healed. I am willing to forgive and all is well. I know that old negative patterns no longer limit me. I let them go with ease. As I forgive myself, it becomes easier to forgive others. I forgive myself for not being perfect. I am living the very best way I know how. It is now safe for me to release all of my childhood traumas and move into love. I forgive everyone in my past for all perceived wrongs. I release them with love. All of the changes in life that lie before me are positive ones, and I am safe. You have a choice. You can choose to stay stuck and bitter, or you can do yourself a favor by willingly forgiving the past and let it go and then move on to create a joyous, fulfilling life. You have the freedom to make your life anything you want it to be because you have freedom of choice.